engaging our sense of smell. Let me read to you from two uh, parts of the Bible. The first is in Leviticus chapter 1, starting at verse 3. If the offering is a burnt offering from the herd, you are to offer a male without defect. You must present it at the entrance to the tent of meeting so that it will, it will be acceptable to the Lord. You are to lay your hand on the head of the burnt offering and it will be accepted on your behalf to make atonement for you. You are to slaughter the young bull before the Lord and then Aaron's sons and priests shall bring the blood and splash it against the sides of the altar and at the entrance of the tent of meeting. You are to skin the burnt offering and cut it into pieces. The sons of Aaron, the priest, are to put fire on the altar and arrange wood on the fire. Then Aaron's sons, the priest, shall arrange the pieces, including the head and the fat, on the wood that is burning on the altar. And you are to wash the internal organs and the legs with water. And the priest is to burn all of it on the altar. It is a burnt offering, a food offering, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. And then from Revelation chapter 8, I saw the seven angels. I'm, I'm reading from the second verse. I saw the seven angels who stand before God and seven trumpets were given to them. Another angel who had a golden censer came and stood at the altar. He was given much incense to offer with the prayers of all God's people on the golden altar in front of the throne. The smoke of the incense, together with the prayers of God's people, went up before God from the angel's hand. Then the angel took the censer, filled it with fire from the altar, hurled it on the earth. There came peals of thunder, rumblings, flashes of lightning, and an earthquake. The Bible is a hugely sensory book and there is no sense more vivid in our imagination than the sense of smell from the book of Leviticus the thought that the whole animal is consumed by fire and that that as a offering of atonement and later of thanksgiving and later of free will um, that the offerings on the altar would rise before God as a pleasing aroma. And I suppose they spoke of obedience. And they spoke of what God had put into place in Genesis chapter 3, that, that there is the covering of sin by the death of an animal. But that obedience and that consistency is a pleasing aroma before God. And then at the end of the Bible there, that the prayers of the saints are mingled with incense, with a joyful offering. Of course, we meet incense at the birth of Jesus when the wise men came and present him with a, an offering of incense, of frankincense, and actually of myrrh, both of which have that fragrance, one of which deals with death. And then in another place, we read that Jesus was uh, at table or about to eat. And there came a woman who 
burst a bottle of costly um, alabaster oil. So costly it would have cost her a year's wages. And she poured it over his feet. And as she did that, the whole room was filled with the perfume of it. And remember that because Jesus said that there would be, a, that people would talk about that for all time. Because she prepared his body for death, then there was a there was a well. Then we still smell the the fragrance of that offering at Jesus' feet. And remember that Jesus does not reject the offering; he accepts it, which is a sign of his divinity. Actually, that he accepts himself as divine. And the fragrance of it goes through the ages, through all of prehistory and history, and into the modern day. The fragrance of that offering made for the death of Jesus to prepare his body for burial. Now, interestingly enough, I think there are two accounts of that happening. Um, but interestingly enough, if we look to the, uh, if we if we look to an opposite, we find that. Lazarus had been three days in the grave or four days in the grave and when he came out Lazarus Lazarus stinketh he stank and that was the corrosive smell of death and we are told in one part of the Bible that we are either the sweet scent in a society or we bring the stench of death. Now, just a, a thought, but if Jesus was prepared for death by that costly nard or whatever type of perfume it was that filled the whole house, he was prepared before his death. His body was prepared for, uh, before death. But when he rose again, although the women took spices and embalming solutions to the, uh, to the grave, or embalming herbs or whatever, which again would have hidden the rankness of a body in decay, actually that was wasted because of Jesus rising again. And so what do we have? how to engage our sense of smell or how to engage that smell before before god god is described as having a nose he can he can smell things well it's easy to make a stench in god's nostrils by our sin and our and our attitude our attitude before god can become a stench in his nostril you know we say we're fasting, we're praying, we're giving up this, we're sacrificing that. This can very quickly become a stench in God's nostrils. On the other hand, the prayers of the saints intermingle with the offering that the angel brings. And so conversely, we can become a sweet aroma in the nose of God by the prayers that we offer up not only for ourselves, but also for all the saints, for our brothers and sisters who sit shoulder to shoulder with us in church and who walk 
shoulder to shoulder with us in the journey of faith and sometimes need our prayers and, and then the prayers for the saints in the world. And you can imagine the perfume of our prayers can actually reach the whole house, the world of course, being the Lord's and all things in it. So how can we become a sweet stench to God? Well, by our consistency and our obedience to prayer, coming before him, before all things, sacrificing our offering of praise, of worship, placing him at the centre. Jesus, be the centre. Now, on, on the other hand, we can celebrate because God has reversed the stench of death to become the sweet fragrance of life after death. And in that there's hope, isn't there? So let me encourage myself and encourage you to make prayer your priority, to make prayer your sacrifice, your willing sacrifice before God and expect great things of him as he breathes in the freshness and the beauty and the love of that prayer. Amen.